joining us right now. It's so so strange, yet again, as a lifelong Niner fan, so cool to say, the uh, brand new voice of the San Francisco 49ers and a dear friend of the show, the one, the only Greg Papa. Greg, it's Dave and Kyle. Thank you for joining us this morning. How are you? I am doing well. I already spoke to Kyle, so I'm going to turn right to you, Dave. Do I do I get your blessing? I know this is a little weird. Yes, for a lot of people on there or all around the bay, but uh, do I get your blessing to uh, to do this? You know, before you came on uh, early in the show, we were, we were very excited about having you on, and, and I, I spoke about it. And you've been a longtime friend of our, our program, uh, and I said, you know, I, I I want to put it out at the very beginning, and you being the professional radio guy, you beat me to the punch that. I'll make a few things clear. Um, Number one, I don't know how much you want to talk about the past, if at all. Number two, um, I have nothing but respect for Ted Robinson, and I don't want it to appear in any way, shape, or form, and I'm sure you don't either, that uh, I'm trying to disrespect him or the fine work he did. Uh, That being said, all disclaimers aside, uh, before we even had you on, before I ever spoke to you, um, I was very public about the fact that I thought uh, you were one of the, if not the best, uh, local NFL play-by-play guys um, and, and, and national quality. Uh, your encyclopedic knowledge uh, of the Raiders was always apparent bringing you on the show. Um, and when you got, I'll say it, not you, screwed uh, by your previous team uh, and you joined the Niners uh, organization, I felt like it was only a matter of time. So uh, it's beyond a blessing, I, I think, and and I'll get done kissing your ass in three seconds, but I said this without you on the phone. Uh, I think in the great, uh, the plethora of classic, legendary Bay Area announcers, when it's all said and done, Mr. Papa, and you pass off this great earth, hopefully 50, 60, 70 years from now, I think you're going to be up there. So, yeah, I think it's perfect. I think it's the best outcome, uh, and I'm just so glad you uh, and the two – Three million dollars a year you spend on college tuition uh, are going to be at home in the Bay Area. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. I I, I really appreciate that. And uh, but it it's been a a bit of a weird week for me, and I feel very conflicted for many reasons. But I do want to make it clear to the fans of the San Francisco 49ers and everybody that will hear me uh, that there, I have no reservations about taking this job. Why Why would I? It's right. a it's one of the greatest franchises, not only in the NFL, but uh, in all of American sport. I think Bill Walsh is, is the most impactful, along with Paul Brown. And the irony is that uh, Paul Brown passed on him to be the coach of the Bengals, which allowed him to be the coach of the 49ers. But he changed pro football forever. Changed it then. He continues to change it. Nobody has more of an impact. So I, I have great respect for uh, Coach Walsh specifically in this franchise generally. And I had a chance to work with Coach Walsh in a couple of uh, two or three college football games, and we spent a lot of time together. So, uh, but at the same time, uh, I lost a job in July uh, that I loved and did for a very long time. So I am—I'm not only sympathetic, I'm empathetic to to Ted and what he's going through, and I know it's hard for him. Uh, so I'm trying to be respectful there, but I'm also trying to communicate my uh, my joy with being chosen to do this and. Uh, and I will do it. Uh, I, I will do it at the same level I did the Raider games. But the reality is I, it doesn't really matter what comes out of my lips. It's, it matters what goes into people's eardrums. And it's how they perceive. Perception is reality. And there'll be some people that are not on board with this. And 
there are some that will be thrilled. And I'm talking both sides of the bay, not just the, the 49ers and their fans, but the Raiders and their fans. So it's a little weird because I'm the only one to not only do the five uh, – and the Sharks are a major team. I don't sure. mean just denigrate them, but they, you know, they're kind of new on the block. But the, the Warriors and the and the A's and Giants and the uh, Raiders and now 49ers, I'm the first to do all five. But what makes it special is I'm the only one to do both uh, football teams. So it's 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 a conflict. But the reality is the Raiders are leaving the market for me and my family. This could not have worked out any better. There was nothing that I ever had in my mind. Uh, I... Uh, despite what has been written or believed out there, I, I I contended to do the Raiders games as long as they would have me, and it just didn't last uh, as long as I would have liked or hoped. But there's I, and I understand what uh, the Raider ownership did. I think if I was in that situation, I would be displeased with their announcer speaking out as I did. But I felt that I had to. So uh, I'm I'm happy to be here uh, as time goes on. Uh, and we're away from the news of the transaction, I, I will definitely demonstrate my joy with this job more and more. I, I, the first and foremost thing is I love football. I mean, I love every sport league, and but just, you know, I just love the NFL. I mean, if I wasn't working in it, I'd be watching every single game. So uh, I just wanted to be in the NFL again. I wanted to do play-by-play again. And to, to be asked to do it with this team and stay in the Bay Area, I'm just thrilled. And uh, I, I hope I'm, I hope 49er fans understand that, and I hope Raiders understand that as well. Greg Papa with us. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, the departing with the Raiders, and that's all, all uh, you know, been dissected, I'm sure enough. But I, I, I think what was clear out of that is you had a, an unbelievably close uh, relationship with uh, the late Mr. Davis and um, almost felt a duty to, to speak your mind. Uh, you mentioned the Niners, and it's not like you, you're going to Tennessee or New York or uh, uh, you know Miami. The, the, you've been very familiar, and you've covered the Niners on your radio show and been in this market forever. But I, I, I can't imagine you could ever match the relationship with the Niner franchise that you had with Mr. Davis and the Raider franchise. So when you say it's going to, to, to be a little bit weird, is it is it going to be weird doing a football team that you don't have that almost familial bond with, or will it just be a little different? No, I, 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 I will get that bond with them in a different way. Sure. Uh, I grew up in Buff. I grew up in Buffalo. I was a fan of the Buffalo Bills as a kid, and I, I watched the Raiders, but I also watched John Brody and Gene Washington and Ken Willard and Charlie Kruger and the Forty Niners. Uh, I watched Coach Nolan. I, I watched them all. Uh, so. It's not going to be an issue. I mean, I, I, any team that I've done, whether it be the Warriors or the uh, the A's or the San Antonio Spurs, I, I immerse myself not only in the now but in the forever. Uh, the, the history of the franchises, uh, because they wear the same uniforms and there's a tradition here. Otherwise, I don't know if professional sports would be so intoxicating to people if there wasn't a year before in a history and a comparison. And, uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo versus Joe Montana and all that. that. That's what makes it, you know, last forever and go on from my father and grandfather to, to my kids. So that's that's just part of it. The relationship that I had with Al Davis was special. And I, I don't know if that will ever be duplicated again with anybody I ever worked with, nor probably should it. Sure. I think that, uh, you know, as a young man, uh, I got very close with Chris Mullen. 
uh, Chris and I were the same age and from the Big East Conference, and we just got really close. And outside of him, though, I, I really kind of felt, and even though when I was covering some of the A's teams I covered, they were as young as I was, that I just felt like I, you know, I'll, I'll hang out with them some, but it's hard to, to do what I do. And and still be you know they they can't perceive it as though wow you're my friend I can't believe you said that well that's my job and I'm going to be it's it's all about word choice but I did get close to Al for a variety of reasons and you know it was funny I saw Jim Barnett last night and he had read all the quotes that I had about going over to the 49ers and he he's still a bit amazed he's he's I think he's uh, he respects uh, how loyal I was to Al Davis but he said. He said, you lost that job because of your relationship with a dead man. And for a moment, I was taken wow. back. Wow. Like, uh, I mean, some people will perceive it that way. You have to move on. I, I really don't move on. I, I'm, I'm never going to forget him. I'm never, never going to. My, my dad's still alive and my mom. They're 92 or 90, respectively. And I mean, do you forget people like that? No, no. I'm not going to forget him. And I, I, I was around him. A lot. I mean, we spent a lot of time together. We spent uh, hours on the phone. Uh, I, he, he wanted me to write his autobiography. There was a point there when he turned 80 and the AFL was celebrating their 50th uh, anniversary year where we did uh, long, long visits in his office. And um, uh, he wound up scrapping the idea because it got a little too close to some topics like the Marcus Allen situation. But in any event, sure. Uh, so you know, I, I probably broke my rule with him and I got too close to him, but I don't regret that. I don't regret that for a moment. My, my relationship with him is, is second to, I think is, is uh, with a, uh, you know, older man like that to my father. Uh, so no, I don't, I, I lost a job, uh, but I'm, I don't take back what I said. I felt compelled to say what I said. Cause I knew what that, what that situation would have meant to Al. So no, I, I, I move on, and I uh, I would not. Uh, some people would look at it differently. Why you hold it on to the past? But I think I think the past is important. I don't I don't live in the past or dwell on the past. But I think I think understanding where we came from, uh, you understand where you are now and where you're going. Greg Papa with us, uh, celebrating his. We are celebrating his appointment as uh, the new play-by-play voice of the San Francisco 49ers. So, so Greg, and I know hindsight's twenty twenty. But I found myself smiling when I read the news. And I remember very clearly, I want to say it was the middle of last year. I think I asked you on the show, and I know you were asked a ton, uh, hey, have you thought about going to Vegas? And I'm going to get it a little bit wrong here, but I, I think your response is basically, you know, you have family to worry about. You you had the famous line about, you know, the amount of uh, tuition you're paying and, and, and the kids in college and all that. And um, I don't know if you had internally made the decision to go or or not, but I, it sounded like that was at least a, a bit of a struggle for you. So it's it's so interesting to look back. I know you don't like what happened. Who would? But for that to happen to you and then for you to a year later be able to stay in the same market uh, to be the play-by-play voice for uh, as, as, as legendary as a franchise as the one across the bay, I, I, I'd have to say that um, – it worked out pretty damn well. Yeah, but that, let, let me be clear here. Yeah, uh, I, I I was never asked to go to Las Vegas. Sure. Las Vegas was never uh, brought up at all. It was initially by uh, some people that worked for the Raiders in the broadcasting department that they wanted me to go, but I got uh, there was no uh, 
thought of it or, or, or talk of it from uh, Mark Bedane or Mark Davis, any of the people that are you know, going to make that decision, uh, just wasn't discussed. Uh, I, I would, my loyalty to the job that I have, I, you know, I, I didn't leave the, the Golden State Warriors. They left me. Right. I didn't leave the Oakland A's. They left me. And then when you, those teams leave you, you have to go out. That's what I do for a living. So after I left the Warriors, Greg Popovich called me. I went to work for the Spurs. After I left the A's, Larry Bear called me, and I went to work for the Giants. Uh, when this happened, Bob Sargent, Al Guido with the 49ers called me, and I went to work for the 49ers. But I, I, I would not have seen myself leaving the Raiders. Uh, and the Las Vegas angle, you know, my kids are out of the house now. I don't have the kind of day-to-day responsibilities of fatherhood that would be difficult to do that. And that's a big reason why I, I chose to stay with a local team as opposed to, you know, working nationally on the weekends for a network because it's just more travel and I had to raise a family and be around them more. But the concept of me and my wife flying down to Las Vegas on a Friday, seeing a show, me studying on Saturday like I do, doing the game, and then flying home Sunday night, I don't, I don't think that's such a bad thing. Sure. Uh, I, I, I would not have moved to Las Vegas just because I have other – commitments here. Um, but if those commitments, uh, weren't there, there was, you know, there's a point we could have done that. The, the bottom line is the Las Vegas thing, uh, was in my mind, but I was never asked to go there. I never told anybody I would not go there. And I never thought about leaving the Raiders or, uh, working for another team, whether it be the 49ers, another team until uh, I had a meeting with Mark Bedane, July the 5th. That's the first time uh, I ever had to think that way. So, uh, no, I mean, the Vegas thing would have meant more travel, but it's only it's less than an hour flight. There's sure. flights to Las Vegas from everywhere in the, in the world, more than probably any other city outside of New York or Chicago. So, no, I, I was never asked. I want that to be very clear. Okay. And I hope the Raider Nation understands that. I was never, never was brought up. And, and the way the relationship was going at the time, I was uh, just trying to figure out if we would be able to stay together the last few years in Oakland, which ultimately we did not. I don't. I don't want to get uh, too delicate here, and and you can tell me to push off. But we care about you, and I know you have a lot of fans in this market. And this has been asked many times since I said I was going to have you on. It, are one of the advantages of is one of the advantages of being able to stay in this market. You you're not just you know the play by play voice, just like you weren't just the play by play voice with the Raiders. I imagine uh, your hope is you'll be able to continue all your other duties fairly seamlessly with the Niners. Certainly, that's okay. that's that's the goal, and. Uh... You know, I, I, when the Raider thing happened and other uh, situations, uh, my wife and I have always been kind of at a crossroads. We pick up and we move. And I'm not from here. She's not from here. I'm from the East Coast. She's from L.A. And there's always other options. But we love the Bay Area. Our, our kids are somewhat out of the house, but they're not fully out of the house sure. yet. I don't know if they ever do. Right. Uh, or will be. But uh, uh, so, no, I, I, my, my, the way I'm setting this up is continue to do what I do. And I, I think it speaks to just how wonderful the Bay Area is. I, 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 again, I lost a job I did with the Oakland A's for, what was it, 14 years? Went to work for another baseball team in the market, uh, the more popular team, frankly, and didn't have to move. Uh, I lost a job in the NFL for the team that I did for 21 years. And now I'm working for another team in the Bay Area that uh, – has won five Super Bowls with the original sports team in the Bay Area before the Raiders ever came into existence in 1960 or Franklin Muley moved the A's here in 
60, are the Warriors here in 62, 63, or the A's moved here. The Niners are the original Bay Area franchise in 46. With all due respect to the San Francisco Seals, we're talking the All-American Conference in the, in the NFL. So I, I think it's what other city would I have that ability? None except New York. Right. So it just, it just speaks to the magnificent uh, area that I live in. And I've lived here uh, my entire professional life, with the exception of a couple of years with uh, Indianapolis, to be able to lose jobs in this market where, you know, with the big three or four sports leagues in this country and be able to get another one that, that, that really, I'm really, I'm, I'm kind of honored that way. And I'm kind of blessed that it turned out this way. So I'll say it. Uh, I, I don't know if you think this way or not. I will knock on wood. I will throw some salt over my shoulder, but I, I would put money on this. Speaking of Vegas, have you thought about the fact that this is likely going to be the NFL play by play job you have until you retire that this is it. I mean, this, this you're home. Yeah, I, that's what was discussed with uh, Bob Sargent and Al Guido. Was uh, I did the Raiders for 21 years, and my hope is to do the 49ers for at least 21 years. Right. I, uh, I'm a pretty clean liver. Hopefully, I live longer. I don't know. My dad's still going at 92. Right. So, uh, I mean, Musburger's doing the games at 79, and uh, Marv's going strong. Uh, Vin Scully was just incredible, incredible. Yep. Uh, well into his 80s, just never lost anything. A little voice quality, but his mind was sharp. So uh, I'm, you know, they're going to have to pull me out of that booth, I guess. Uh, we'll see. There are a lot of factors, you know. Obviously, uh, I never, I never intended to leave the Raiders. You never, yeah, I never say never, and I never say forever. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm fully uh, taking on this job, thinking that this is, uh, this is going to be the, my life's work, and I. Yeah, I also, uh, you know, we know about Ted and Joe Starkey. Uh, Lon Simmons uh, did this job at such a high level. When I first moved here, it was Don Klein that did the games. And, and, you know, Bob Fouts, people don't understand what a great announcer he was. And his son, Dan, is one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. And I think he gets slighted when we talk about the great quarterbacks. His ability to throw a football is right there with Dan Marino and, and Joe Namath to me. He just didn't have enough defense around him. And then Dan's become an incredibly fabulous broadcaster, did play-by-play, did studio work, and now I think he is the most underrated analyst in all of football. He's fun. You know, I, I laugh and I learn every time I hear him. And his dad is a tremendous broadcaster. So, yeah, I, I, I fully understand the long history. And these men didn't come in and do this job for a season or two. They did it for many, many years, decades. And that's what I, I fully intend to do or hope to do. Well, we are uh, out of time, and it flies by 20 minutes into the interview, and I have vamped this whole time. We've had an interesting conversation, but as you know, there's really only one thing anybody cares about. It's the question you're going to get asked more than anything else, and as a lifelong Niner fan, I'm just curious if you have made the decision on Sundays this fall, will we be hearing, Touchdown Niners! That's pretty good. That didn't I, suck. I, I, will say, well, I will say one thing. Uh-huh. I will say I, I, I'm not going to say Niners. No, I, I have a hard, I have a hard time oh, with thank that. Goodness. The, the name of the team is the 49ers. Right. So I even I occasionally mm. I probably in this interview referred to them as the Niners. I don't like that. When I when I did the Oakland Athletics games, I called them the Oakland Athletics as much as I could. I I, I probably said uh, you know the A's schedule and. I dropped an ace here and there, but I don't like that. I never refer to the Golden State Warriors. The Warriors is the dubs. I don't know where the <laughs> hell that started, and I don't like that. 
Well, so I it will it will not be hmm. Niners. I will probably because it's just become accepted. Uh, and again, I probably have said that during our conversation this morning when I referred to them as the Niners. But I, I am not going to say touchdown Niners. I assure you of that. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, I think I'm going to listen. I think I'm going to go back and uh, and get tapes on on Bob Fouts, whatever are available, and Don Klein and Lon and Ted and Joe. And I'm going to listen. And uh, the touchdown Raiders was really my uh, tribute to Bill King, who I who I loved, loved. He, he really taught me so much about broadcasting and specifically broadcasting football. He helped me so much in my early days when I was really struggling with doing it. Uh, when he was doing the A's and I was doing the A's, uh, athletics games, I should say, not the A's. Uh, so it was a tribute, you know, Bill's touchdown Raiders. And it, I, it, it kind of started out that way as my way to, to show respect for him. Sir. Uh, and, then it, and then I just kind of made it my own and uh, stole the soccer goalie. What's his name? Uh, Andres Cantor. Cantor, yes. Uh, Cantor, yeah. I, I kind of did. I kind of stole a little bit of that. I thought his line was fun. And it's just because, you know, I, I equate touchdowns in the NFL and football to soccer goals. They're sure. a little more frequent, but more like a hockey goal. And you're only going to have one, two, three, maybe four, five. There's not going to be many of these in the game. And whoever gets the most of them is going to win the game. By and large. So that is the defining moment of a game is scoring a touchdown. And that's one thing Al Davis always taught me. It's not about first outs and you got to score touchdowns. It's all about touchdown every play. So touchdowns are huge. So that's why I go over the top on them. But as far as touchdown will be in the call, obviously, because that's what's been accomplished. And then after that, how I exactly do it, I'll, I'll probably listen to those great announcers and, and really remind myself of how they did it. And I may, I may, I may throw a tribute to them, one of them, the way I did with Bill. Well, I, I just say, and we'll end like this, great the news for me. dumb fat sports donkey here on the radio, you know, advising the hall of fame broadcaster, right? You know, the touchdown Raiders, the syllable syllabic uh, uh, alliteration, the Raiders, yeah. yeah, the two yeah, syllables, that's, which is that's, why I said touchdown Niners. Yeah. But if you don't want to do that, Greg, then maybe to endear yourself to the audience, you say touchdown Frisco because I know oh. I know they love that. Oh. I'll, I'll just say the first meeting I ever had when I, I was high, I was what was I twenty four? I went to work for the Warriors in nineteen eighty six, uh-huh. and I went out for a lunch with the KNBR people. It was Bill Dwyer. I don't know if you know Bill Dwyer and Jay Barrington. And Jay was like the classic uh, cigarette smoking radio guy. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. We drank like four martinis. I'm 24 years old. I never had a martini. I was like, well, somebody drive me home. And all they said was, kid, you're going to do great here. Just don't ever call it Frisco. <laughs> and I said, I'm not in Texas, so I'm not going to call it Frisco. I know that. <laughs> Congratulations, Greg. Uh, we all love you and are very proud of you over here. And again, as beyond that, as a lifelong Niner fan, Kyle, a lifelong uh, Niner fan, I can't speak for the whole fan base, but I think I speak for the vast, vast, vast majority, and the minority will get used to it. Uh, we are. We could not could not be happier and uh, i look forward to talking to you uh, with you about uh niner football next year well you know what since i was unemployed this year you guys kind of forgot my number so uh <laughs> if you want to if you, if you, if you want to call me in the falls again uh, fall again and talk talk football i'm available to my friends i i'm just questioning if you guys still, still want me on but 
We, we'll get you back pay. We got to pay you more now. That's the problem. <laughs> I didn't work. I didn't work. No play, no pay. So I, I don't like. <laughs> uh, you're the best. Take care. No, we'll talk to you soon. Congratulations, Greg. Thank you. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you. Take care. That is Greg Papa. You can tell he's happy. And good for him. Good for him.